Welcome to Digital Marketing for Contractors, a podcast for home improvement contractors to help you crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Join us each episode as we give you powerful insights and practical tips on the best digital marketing strategies to help you grow your home improvement business. Let's get started. Well, welcome to the Digital Marketing for Contractors podcast. My name is Don. I'm your host for today, and we are really excited for you to be joining us on this brand new podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about what this podcast is all about. As the title says, it is digital marketing for contractors. Really, anyone who is working in the home improvement industry, whether you're a exterior remodeler, a kitchen or bath remodeler, whether you provide home services, custom building, anything in the home improvement industry, we want to help you be able to level up the marketing with your contractor business. So we are Fat Cat Strategies. We are a digital marketing agency that is based out of Raleigh, North Carolina, and we specialize in doing digital marketing for home improvement contractors. That's who we work with and really try to help you crush your lead goals and level up your business. As I said, my name's Don. I'm one of the account managers here at Fat Cat Strategies. And I am Janet. I am the founder and managing partner of Fat Cat Strategies, and we are super excited to have you join us today. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to get started just by kind of talking about the idea of what digital marketing really is. And we want to talk about it in the sense of saying, as we kind of jump into this conversation about marketing, there's kind of really two big categories of marketing that we see contractor businesses work in, and that's digital marketing versus traditional marketing. And so we want to just kind of highlight a little bit of what those two things actually are. As a, as a business owner or as somebody who works in the contractor industry, you may just kind of know the category of marketing, but don't necessarily know like what's the difference between what I do in Google versus what I do on the radio. And we want to help you kind of understand those two things. So Janet, as we talk about like the difference between digital and traditional marketing, like where would you start and try to help a contractor understand what the difference between those things are. So digital marketing is going to be, we, when we think about digital marketing, we put your website at the center of everything we're thinking about and our focus. And when you think about digital marketing, you should do the same thing. So you think about first your website as the center of all of that focus and energy. And then you start to think about how am I going to drive eyeballs to that website? And that's going to be through um, search engine optimization, you can use pay-per-click ads, you can use uh, social media. So those are the digital tactics and strategies to drive traffic to your website. But then it starts to blend and get a little bit more confusing when you start to talk about digital versus traditional, because I'm sure you've seen TV ads, or maybe you're running TV ads or radio ads. And at the end of the ad, they go, Hey, come check out, you know, learn more at something, something, something.com. So that is traditional marketing, driving traffic to your digital marketing. Um, But when we think about digital marketing, we're thinking about anything online with the goal of sending eyeballs to your website that are either going to fill out a form or call your business to get an estimate. Right. Okay. So we're trying to drive leads to your business and we're talking about primarily doing that through your website. But are there any other things when we're talking about digital marketing, like online that would also kind of fall into that category? Or is it just kind of, we're thinking of your website and anything that gets traffic to your website kind of fits into that category? 
Well, there's email marketing, text-based marketing. Um, you know, when, when you're looking at the world of home improvement contracting, gosh, it seems like it's always evolving and changing. Um, I mean, you can start to get into talking about house. Do you have a house profile? Do you have a Pinterest profile? So I would ca- I would put house and Pinterest in sort of a social media category. Um, but, you know, if we take a step back and, and look at our original definition from a few minutes ago, in our world, what we're thinking about is your website, and then how are we going to drive traffic to it? Now, as I say that, there's one thing, the big elephant in the room that I haven't talked about, and that's your Google My Business listing. So your Google My Business listing is not your website. And we see a lot of contractors get confused about that. It is a free listing that you can sign up and claim through Google that's going to have your business hours, some products you sell, other information, and it's also going to be where you're going to collect reviews. So when when we are thinking about your digital online presence, we are thinking about your website and how we're driving traffic to it, but we're also thinking about your Google My Business listing. Okay, and that so just as I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think, where do I find that Google My Business listing? And that's just like, if I search for a business name, that's kind of the thing that pops up on the right side of Google there when if I'm searching. If you're on a desktop. Yeah. Yes. So if you're on a desktop and you've got a big enough monitor and you search for uh, landscaping contractors near me or a, a business name, ABC Landscaping, then you're going to see a, a box on the right side of your screen that it probably has a picture. It has the name of the business. It has the phone number. That is the Google My Business listing. Now, on your phone, Google has made it even more, um, I don't know, seamless or depending on your perspective, Google has, has kind of pushed that Google My Business listing front and center well above your website. So if you're searching on a business's name, and I guarantee you everyone listening here has done this, you search on your favorite Italian restaurant and that the Google My Business listing pops up for that restaurant. And without you having to click on anything or call anybody, you can see whether or not they're open. And then you can click the button to get driving directions. All of those functions and features are part of your Google My Business listing. And it's something that if you haven't claimed contractor, go out today and see if you've claimed your Google My Business listing because it's pretty critical. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Even to the point that you were kind of saying about like, when we think about digital marketing, we want to think about your website, but we also need to think about this Google My Business listing because, you know, kind of to your point, as you're saying, like Google is actually trying to send as much or more traffic to your Google My Business listing as they are to your website. And even on a mobile device, maybe more so to your Google My Business listing. So those are those are kind of becoming like the centerpieces of what digital marketing looks like, but really critical for contractors to pay attention to that Google My Business listing. Yeah. And Don, as we're talking about this, we might have kind of stumbled into a rabbit hole, which is fine. I think we can do that on podcasts. It's what makes podcasting yeah. fun. Yeah. So you know, we could do a whole other podcast about Google's strategy with the Google My Business listing and with some of their other properties. Yeah, we probably will. That'll yeah, be a good episode. There's, there's a whole um, topic that you can read about called uh, zero-click search. So if we go back to my example of an Italian restaurant and you want to know, you know, let's call it Luigi's and it's down the road. Is Luigi's open right now? Is it 7 o'clock on a Sunday night? You get on your phone and you Google Luigi's Italian Restaurant. That listing that you see that shows you 
their hours and whether or not they're open or closed. That's the Google My Business listing. You have now obtained the information that you need about Luigi's Italian Restaurant without having to click on anything. That is what's called a zero-click search. That same concept of a zero-click search is happening with voice search. And as digital marketers, we try to optimize for that for our home improvement contractors. But I'm going to be honest, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. All of those zero-click searches are preventing eyeballs from landing on our home improvement contractors' websites. So the digital marketing landscape is a tricky landscape. Yes, you want to pay attention to your Google My Business listing. You want people to find your phone number. You want people to know what your services are, and you want to post to it. But just understand, you're playing a game where Google has intercepted traffic that, you know, Years ago, before they introduced that property, used that to go to your website. Used to go to your website. Yeah. So this okay. is, these are conversations that we have with our clients all the time, and it's confusing unless you live and breathe it every day, like we do. Yeah. Okay. So this is really helpful, and uh, I think this is good. As I'm thinking, kind of about these like umbrella categories of digital marketing and traditional marketing. Uh, you know, digital really kind of anything that's trying to drive traffic to you online through your website, through your Google My Business. And that could be, to you know, your Facebook business page. Yeah, it could be Facebook, could be Google ads, could be, you know, anything social media, like you said, email marketing, like all those kinds of tactics um, are digital, you know, traditional, more things like what we're used to with radio and TV commercials, uh, print ads, all those kinds of things. Direct mail. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, traditional marketing. But I think as you talk about like, you know, the importance of your website, the importance of your Google My Business listing, like all of that seems incredibly current and just kind of the way that the world functions at the moment. So if that's the case, like if that's where, you know, most of the marketing traffic is happening, like should should a contractor just go all in with digital marketing? Like is there a point to still doing all of this traditional stuff if everything is kind of moving towards website and Google and all of that? So, Don, you know my answer here because – we work together and we work with clients. My answer is no, not at this point. You shouldn't go all digital. Um, we have seen contractors try to do that, and it hasn't been successful. And it puts us in sort of an awkward place, but I'm a big believer in transparency and honesty. When we pair with our clients and we're supporting them and helping them grow their business, we almost never say you should spend 100% of your marketing money, effort, resources, and budget all in on digital. Now, the mix and the ratio of digital versus traditional sort of depends on what uh, your goals are, how old your business is, your brand recognition. Um, Most of our contractors fall into a couple of pretty big categories. They're either exterior contractors and they're doing roofing, windows, and doors. And most of our interior contractors are these, um, you know, quick turnaround bath projects, the one-day bath Companies And what we've learned from working with our clients is that the most successful, especially in the bath world, they have a healthy mix of online and offline plus showroom. So offline, we would say those are your TV ads, your radio ads, maybe you're sponsoring a little league team. Um, you're, you're a sponsor of your local 5k, you know, fundraiser to fight breast cancer or something like that. Kind of anything in your community, anything in your community to build that brand awareness. Um, that's what we call traditional. This is an interesting topic to, to really dive into because, um, 
you know, we've worked with contractors that tried to go 100% digital. And we worked really hard to make it successful. And maybe it's a weird thing to say right here on our first podcast. When we were working with especially contractors that were less than five years old, and they were trying to do everything and generate every lead that they needed to get their business up and running and off the ground, and they were trying to do it 100% digital, we were not successful and they were not successful. That's the the sort of warning sign. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, for, that makes sense. Even for me as an account manager working with some of our clients, like I, I see, you know, when you search for these contractor businesses that are local and as they should be, uh, even the ones that are doing really, really well digitally, like when they come up in the search, they also like the businesses that come up around them can tend to be things like Home Depot and Lowe's right. or, you right. know, even Amazon or right. Angie's or, you know, all these like national brand names that have huge brand awareness, their household names, people know who they are. And so, you know, when you stack a name like that up against a local contractor who, if they're not doing anything in their community to help people understand who they are, like, of course, your customer is going to click on the name that they know. Like, right. I don't know ABC Landscaping, but I do know that Lowe's has a great garden center. So I'm going to click on Lowe's and see what they got. You know, so I, it makes sense that idea that I, I need to if I'm a contractor, I need to be doing some stuff that is still in the traditional marketing sphere so that I'm helping people in my area know who I am and be able to get to me through ways that they're kind of comfortable with. Now, now, Don, I'm, I'm going to contradict myself and backtrack just a second. Here's where I've seen contractors that are in their first and second year of business go 100% digital and be successful. And that's buying leads from Angie's List and Home Advisor and Modernize and places like that. Sure. So if you are a roofing contractor and you're still crawling up on the roof, you're going out and quoting all the jobs, and you might have one crew that you need to keep busy. If you know the number of leads that you need to run, you can turn those lead sources like Angie, Home Advisor, et cetera, you can turn them on and off. I have seen contractors in their first year of business really get up and get off the ground using those lead sources. When I say, I, when I've say, when I say that I haven't seen people be successful, be 100% digital, it's when those contractors are trying to break away from the addiction to yeah, home grow, past it. grow past it where they want to generate their exclusive leads. Mm-hmm. And that means they're not competing with four other contractors that Angie sold that name to. If they want to generate their own exclusive leads that want to quote from that company, not just any roofer or any bath contractor with the small budget in that first three years of business, like you said, Don, you are competing on that first and second page of search engine result and for for pay-per-click ads. You're competing with Lowe's, Home Depot, and you're competing with Angie's List and Home Advisor and Modernize and Quinn Street. So, and they have bigger budgets. So if you're trying to, it's it's the weird like uh, rock in a hard place. You're trying to break away from Angie um, and you're trying to run your own ad so you can generate an exclusive lead so you're not like the third guy in the door <laughs> after you've right. bought that lead from Angie. Well, now you start running ads on the same keywords to try to generate a bath lead or a roofing lead or a siding lead. Well, your ads are now stacked up against those same Angie's ads in your neighborhood and they're going to have a bigger budget than you do. So when you're trying to break away from buying those leads from lead aggregators and starting to generate your own, um, your own exclusive leads 
What we've seen be more successful is to have digital marketing be part of your mix, but you might want to experiment with radio, especially with exterior contractors. We've seen them. It sounds old school. There's still a lot of guys out there doing canvassing with canvassing teams. Yeah. You know, and when we, when we break it down into a pie chart, you know, we started this podcast talking about digital versus traditional. I would put canvassing in the traditional bucket. Sure. I would put radio, TV, sponsoring a little league team, sponsoring your kids' high school football homecoming game, if that's an opportunity. All of that is traditional that's going to help you, traditional marketing, including um, uh, direct mail. Uh, We still have clients that are doing Valpac ads. And all of those lead sources come together as a whole to give you enough lead volume to help you meet your goals. But if you are in that first three years of business and you're trying to break away from home advisor and you're trying to do it with a hundred percent organic SEO with a website that's less than three years old, that is a steep mountain to climb and you are competing with the big guys that have a lot more money than you do. Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, so then let's talk just a little bit about like how would, if I'm a contractor who's kind of in that phase, like what do I do to then kind of get started with digital marketing? Like what, if I'm trying to get away from just being dependent on the paper lead companies and strategies, like what do I do to begin focusing some efforts on exclusive leads through digital marketing and kind of get started going down that track? Well, what I would recommend is a kind of a two prong strategy right out of the gate. You got to get your website sorted. Um, we're, teaser. We're going to have future uh, episodes that are all about your website. And we've got materials on our website about, you know, the the things you need to have on your website to be a successful um, home improvement contractor and generate your own exclusive leads. So I would say focus on your website, focus on your Google My Business listing Mm -hmm. first. If those two houses aren't in order, then you could end up um, working with a vendor that's made a bunch of promises and they're going to struggle because you don't have those two things set up. Don, I think one of your recent clients, uh, it's our classic story of um, successful business. They're trying to break out of that like $1.5 million in revenue. They're, they're, they're ready to scale. The owner is ready to stop running all the appointments, stop troubleshooting all the problems, and they're really trying to break out to that next level. And Don, haven't you been struggling for the past couple of weeks to claim that that companies, our clients, Google my business listing. It has been a a big challenge, (laughs) but you can see like, you know, working with them, you can see how important that listing really is to them as a business, because at the moment that's, that's where customers are finding them. Right. And you know, it's, it's been so important on our end to be able to say, Hey, we need to make sure that we're posting regular content for you, that your information is up to date, that you're collecting reviews and being able to respond to them, that you've got pictures that are going up that show that your work. And and what was the challenge with that, with one of your clients? Yeah. So they didn't actually own their own profile because they had used a personal email to set it up originally. A a former owner had used a personal email to set it up originally. classic story. Yeah. And that owner is no longer with the company. Uh, but that personal email is still with that former owner. So they didn't actually have the ability to get into their profile and manage it and edit it and do what they needed to with so, it. So let me clarify what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The most basic thing that you wanted to do, which was sit down and manage the our clients' Google My Business listing and optimize it so that they can get found by local homeowners, 
we were blocked at the door because we didn't have the login and password. Is that, that what you're telling me? That was it. <laughs> and we couldn't get the login and password because the person who originally registered and claimed that listing was no now longer worked for MIA. The they're yeah. sitting on a beach in Thailand or they're doing you know, their thing. They're in a bunker in Kansas. Who knows what they're who doing, knows? but we yeah. can't find them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it just became, uh, you know, really, but kind of painfully obvious of the importance of setting that up. Well, making sure that you have ownership of that profile and that the ownership rests with the business, not with a person who works for the business and, you know, being able to uh, have all of that, you know, have your ducks in a row there so that you can maintain all of the stuff that you need to, to be able to, as you described, just get eyeballs in the right places. So right. we, we did finally get all of that sorted out, which was great, but it took a lot of work. It took a lot of effort. And those are the kinds of pain points that we would love to help uh, customers and clients yes. be able to avoid, you so know, circling, just by some circling things. back to Don's, you know, kind of prompting the question here, what would, what are the action items you listener can do if if your ducks aren't in a row or your house isn't in order? Do you have a website? If you do, you know, there's a few basic things that you need to make sure is working well on it. That's a little bit deeper than this. Yeah, we'll episode. get into that probably. We'll get in into that episode. later. But you know, is your the house of your website in order? Do you own the domain? Can you log into it? Could you give a login to a vendor to help so you, that vendor could help you make it better. So what's going on with your website? And then what's going on with your Google My Business listing? Those are the two places that I would start. And, you know, a lot of times uh, prospective clients call me and they want to start with like um, Facebook. On, and I need to get my Facebook business page up. Yes, that is part of the equation. If you're just now trying to break away from Angie's leads or or you're you know you've you've just left you left your previous job and you're you've put out your your sign and you're getting started I wouldn't start all my focus on Facebook. Yeah. It will be important later, but in our experience, it's not the number one generator of leads. It's part of building your brand, it's part of being aware, you know, building awareness in your uh, service area, but you've got to have your website and your Google My Business First, once you get yep. those boxes checked off, then we can move down the checklist into other items. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, well, this has been a great first conversation to get us going here on the Digital Marketing for Contractors podcast. We actually have a resource that we would love to point you to as a way to help you think through some of the things that we have talked about in this conversation and that you can be able to take some action on to help out with your business and your website. So we've got a resource for you called Five Reasons Homeowners Don't Choose You Online. And it will be a great way for you to think through what can I do to improve my website and to improve my digital presence Overall, you can find that if you go to fatcatstrategies.com slash homeowners. I know that's a little bit of a URL to have to remember, so I'll say it again, fatcatstrategies.com slash homeowners. And we'll put that in the show notes of this episode so that you can click on the link there as well. But go check that out, download that resource, and see how it can help you get started in improving your digital presence as a contractor business online. Thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to talking to you again in the next episode of Digital Marketing for Contractors. We'll see you then. Digital Marketing for Contractors is created by Fat Cat Strategies. For more information, visit fatcatstrategies.com.